Good afternoon, or good evening, from Cork in the Republic of Ireland. And hello, Rachel here from hello, Dallas. Hello, Anna. How are you, Rachel? Don't you love this thing with technology where we get these delays? And <laughs> It's great, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. So you're home. Tell me how you got there and all the adventures that you that happen in between well people might get a little bit upset when i say i'm home because of course my home for the last 24 years has been dallas texas and my husband and my kids are there but then again i was born and raised in cork so as we say here i'll always have a little bit of a grow for the place do you know what a grow is anna uh no but uh, i hope that you can educate me on that <laughs> so grow is the irish word for love oh i love it how do you spell that g r a father oh father how, how that look like okay we can't go into all that right now because it's <laughs> almost like an in French, you know, the, but the other direction. Oh, yes, 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 I know. Okay, exciting. A, which changes the vowel. So I have a growl for cork, or in Irish, cork is known as kirkig. That's the Irish word for cork. So I am here in Cork and I am speaking to you live. I'm sitting here, you can see in this really cozy little chill out area in the Montanotti Hotel perched above Cork City. I'm looking down over the city. I'm looking at the uh, port of Cork where all the boats are. Um, and I'm looking at a blue sky and I have some photos which I'll show you later and some footage and things we'll look at, but I'm here from Cork. Um, and the weather is absolutely gorgeous, thank God. I never know how to dress, though. When people ask me, how do you dress? How do you pack? See, here I am again, a light layer, one of these, one of these, different layers so you can take them off, you can take them off. You know, I've got a raincoat, I've got boots. I've even got, like, these kind of shoes. Nice. And I've got boots, and I've got flip-flops in my car. <laughs> There's, you're ready oh. for everything. Four seasons in a day. I see, yes, yes. All right, but so can I just tell you, um, this city is booming. Cork is transforming before my eyes. And I am so excited because I want people to come over here to Ireland, number one. And boy, am I going to start getting them to come to Cork. This is definitely my Cork. And uh, very, very excited to share some of the changes with people who know Cork or who know Ireland. But really kind of get down to it really quickly and talk to you about Cork. Things to do, places to see, stay. So... Shall we dive right in? Oh, if you'll pardon the pun. <laughs> Timber. Hey, 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 hey. hey, well done. 
That wasn't so bad. Because Rachel, that's what I call the sunbathing position. And that's fine. So what you need to do is lean forward with your shoulders and fin your fins. Wow. Alright. I did it! I went scuba diving. This is fun. It looks amazing. So tell us. So people think, oh, they go to Ireland and they just want to see the castles and the greenery and the cows and the sheep. And yes, you have all that. But this is a very, very, very active country. Incredible food, incredible projects, incredible ingredients and activities that will just knock your socks off. Now, I do have to say this is very important or my friends in Kerry will be very um, unhappy with me. So that is how I finished off my week last week. I'm in Cork right now, but last week I was in West West Cork and then I went on to Kenmare in County Kerry, the neighboring county. And that was Kenmare deep sea diving. And the gentleman's voice you heard there was Paul who had incredible patience because he had to work with me first of all. And there was a French couple and the man was a master scuba diving instructor and me. <laughs> <laughs> a diverse crowd I see. Yes, yes, and it was wonderful. And so Paul took us out into Kenmare Bay I, I did about an hour then underwater, about three or four meters down. Um, I was handling jellyfish and sea urchins. And then you should have seen me, I was going up and down, up and down, which apparently is very common in the beginning when you do scuba diving. Oh, okay. And then we all went back with fresh mussels. I had an open-faced crab sandwich in Helen's Bar um, at Kilmacalog Pier. So these are these little out-of-the-way places. And I'm trying out, Anna, you know I do all this because... Um, I won't um, book any of my clients or suggestings unless I know everything about it. So I am walking the walk as well as talking the talk. Absolutely. And by the way, while you were talking, I realized I probably needed to research um, how much it is uh, one meter in feet. It's uh, around three feet for the for our American viewers. One meter is what? Three feet, 3.2 or 3.3 if you're rounding it up. Woo, so I went down about 12 or 13 feet. Woohoo, yes. <laughs> this, this is yeah. why I love Google. We have no idea. Just search it and it, it just shows up. All right, so on the way, what else did you mm -hmm. find? You, you went to these beautiful property as well that we have showing up so, on the screen. Right, before we go, yeah, so leave that up there in a moment. So I went for this gentleman. His name is Seamus Heaney. Seamus um, heads up Pure Cork, which you've got to check them out on, on Twitter. It's P-U-R-E Cork. And um, they are responsible for the tourism and the leisure side and the you know conference business coming into Cork City and County. And so he and I went together up to this property called Hayfield Manor. And Hayfield Manor, uh, the sales director there is Karen Fleming. And I met with Karen and we went in and it's, I don't know, the photo's a bit grainy from here. Hopefully it's doing it some justice, but it's spectacular. Oh, it Look at that, how is that, yeah. beautiful. Don't you have the lobby? I mean, that's just, so this is indicative of everything throughout the hotel. Soft furnishings, um, the the colors are exquisite. It is, all I can say, it is very tastefully appointed. Um, I saw these little fun details when I was walking around looking at the rooms. And Anna, one of the things I noticed in every bedroom was they had a putter, a golf ball, and a little putting machine. What? Really? Yeah, so if you're bored, you can get up and do a little bit of putting in your bedroom. <laughs> well, I love it. I love it. 
That's, that's and so that's a great property and it's in the heart of the city and it's located right next to UCC which is University College Cork which is one of the top universities in the world a very famous university and um, so Hayfield Manor is located right there and it's a great location for walking into town or um, basing yourself for sightseeing in Cork City so it's a wonderful property um, and then from there today I decided to set off and go east of Cork and can you see that banner there on the left yeah, it does say Titanic. So what we're looking at right there, first of all, the cathedral in the background is called St. Coleman's Cathedral. And you are correct. It says Titanic. Uh, where I took that picture, it opened there this morning, and it's probably about 20, 15, 20 minute drive from Cork City tops. Now, you can take the train from Cork City. There's a train that goes from Cork to Middleton, and you can stop everywhere along the line, and it's a really great quick service. If you don't want to take your car, you take the train. But in Cove, that used to be known as Queenstown once upon a time. And from here, you can go up to the cathedral. But when it was called Queenstown, that was the last departure, the last departing port, the Titanic, sadly. Yes. This is the Titanic exhibit and museum that you can go into, and it's on the water there. Um, I didn't actually go into it today. It was very busy. Um, I might go back tomorrow. Um, I have heard that it's very well done and explains things very well because, of course, a lot of the people that passed away or drowned were uh, from Ireland that were from this area were in steerage. You know, they would have been the ones down at the very bottom, the, you know, the lower level, the lower deck. And um, I did spot a little cafe right across from it on the street. And guess what it was called? I uh, do, I I know, but uh, no, you're you're. You won't guess. No, I. Leonardo's Cafe. The what? <laughs> Leonardo's Cafe. No. So I'm it, thinking that has to have to do with it, Leonardo DiCaprio. It must. I mean, like. It's too iconic not to go for it, right? Maybe there's a Kate. Maybe you have to research if there's the Kate. And then you go, you Ooh. know, have, you have maybe, I mean, let me pull myself up. Maybe you have a meal at the Leonardo's and then a coffee at Kate. Maybe. That would be yeah. interesting. Leonardo and Kate. That's a tight <laughs> actually. I, I'm going to ask them. But then I thought if I go in and they say, no, the owner's from Italy and his name is Leonardo, that would have really just, you know, sank my ship, if you'll pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes you know but then again you would have a story to tell right i would have but so anyway i wanted to just quickly see the drive and see how long it would take and everything and then the other thing you can do from there which i actually am trying to do tomorrow is you can go across the ferry to spike island it's ireland's version of alcatraz um and the entire thing takes about three hours so it's called spike island so that's another one to check out you can book it online the ferry runs i think every hour uh, well, I, I don't want to say the times in case I get it wrong. So uh, if it gets very busy, then they add another one on the half hour. But it's a very popular trip and it's one I really would like to do. It's no longer obviously a, an island for prisoners, but Spike Island is a famous one. So you have in Cove, you got the cathedral, the Titanic experience, and then you've got Spike Island. And then I got in my car and I drove into the town of Middleton where I decided to go for lunch. And there is a guy in Middleton, his name is Chef Kevin Ahern. And Kevin and I have been talking to each other. And this is funny when I say talking, we've been talking on Twitter for about two and a half years now. Oh, because I do saying, saying that, on by Twitter. The way, shout out to the two people watching us on Twitter. 
Majority of other people are on Facebook, but shout out to them. Maybe that's him watching right now. Who is? I can't. Um, the the person you were just talking to. Chef Kevin Ahern. Yes. So Kevin's in in Middleton, and he's got Sage. The restaurant's called Sage, and then he has um, he has another one that you can have during the the day um, at lunchtime. It's oh my gosh, this is really embarrassing. I've gone blank. I ate lunch there today. It was fantastic. Oh, this is embarrassing. If you are in the, if you are over there, <laughs> just mention tonight? in the comment section below <laughs> and, and say Rachel. Well, maybe if he's there, maybe he can remind us the name of his lovely restaurant that you could go to during the day. But Sage is the restaurant that he started. And here's the, you know what? I did chat with him and I did get him. Sage restaurant in Middleton today uh, for a bite to eat. And the name Sage in Irish means wisdom and wealth. What a lovely name. But this restaurant is very special because everything, pretty much everything on their menu, comes from within a 12-mile radius. So, let's meet the owner. This is Kevin. Chef Kevin Ahern. Kevin, how are you? Good. Thanks for, your lunch was fantastic. I'm looking out at the rain drizzling down yeah, there. We're a classic Ireland summer today. Uh, That's okay. Near the 1st of August, but... Not the first of the rain this summer, unfortunately. That's right. But you know what? If we didn't have this weather, we wouldn't have this fantastic food, produce, yeah, grass, good, whatever. It's good for the grass. It so. is. Now, I'm just noticing your wall up here, and I want people to know, um, these aren't just family photos, are they, on this wall? No, Who are all these people? This is the Wall of Fame. So these are our producers for, for this season and this year, I suppose, for 2018, the wall. The wall changes quite considerably as the seasons go on because new suppliers come in, new producers come in. Some people change and diversify from what they're doing so they don't do it anymore. So we kind of have to change the wall every so often. Uh, but yeah, we're very lucky. We've got over 40 different suppliers. Not all of them are on the wall for the uh, for the 12 mile menu. So it's kind of a case of we do change the menus quite considerably. A lot of the time daily, like we won't change all the menu, but you know, we'll change some dishes, some components of dishes will change quite frequently, like we only might get a certain amount of seaweeds that we can use for a certain dish and switch them in and change them out. But it keeps the kitchen fresh, it keeps us on our toes, uh, plus it's basically like uh, it gives us, in this restaurant it gives us a real sense of identity of who we are, it gives us a real sense of place dining that you, know, you won't have a meal anywhere in the world like you'll have a meal here because produce from different areas, different regions and different nations, you know, it all tastes different no matter where it's grown. Obviously today it's raining outside at the end of July today, but it might not be raining in Dublin or in Belfast, so we're going to have a different product here. Even though Ireland is a small country, we really do feel in Ireland, you know, with the topography of the land and the different sunshine, different rain elements, that the produce does taste quite different from, we'd say an example, from Galway to Cork and Dublin to Belfast, it does taste different. So. Each restaurant in its own region the world can give itself its own identity by using its own projects or its area. And what would you think, um, so what, I'm in the United States as you know, and I find that I'm, I'm trying to talk to people all the time about um, the food scene in Ireland. It, it really is incredibly elevated in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm We're not just talking about, you, it is a renaissance. Could yeah. you explain what you think might have happened uh, over the years? I mean, it's gone from, I always thought it was a country that we've always had incredible ingredients, and now we've got people who can cook using incredible ingredients. And I always feel like this country must be a chef's pantry now. 
Yeah, I suppose it comes a lot of it comes down to kind of the education of food and, and growing up with it. But like we've always we've always had the produce, so I suppose with everything, you know, in all walks of life, I suppose once the minute one light goes on a specific subject, kind of everybody seems to want to get on board in that light. And Ireland at the moment really isn't kind of the pinnacle of its food scene because really we do have some of the best produce in the world as, as well as some of the best producers in the world and I suppose we kind of have the we kind of have the, the generations behind it it's not just a new food fad where all these new suppliers and producers are growing all these new types of food it's something that's been in our, embedded and embodied in our culture for generations and I suppose now we're just we're quite more aware of what we have in Ireland and Ireland's larder um, there has been definitely over the last 20 years maybe a, a new modernistic style of chef that can come in and treat the food maybe a little bit differently. Uh, chefs have traveled quite considerably, gaining their arsenal with food and maybe bringing stuff home that uh, you know someone in Ireland 20 years ago mightn't have had the skill set that we some chefs had these days from learning from other great chefs around the world. Okay, well, from Sage and Middleton, um, we wish you all the best. And if somebody wants to come and eat here, so in the evenings they can eat in Sage. But you, I had lunch next door. Yes, we have, two, we have two restaurants. We've got our casual dining restaurant next door, which is open all day, six days a week, from Tuesday to Sunday. And then Sage, I suppose, is more kind of destination dining, where you are, we do every evening, Tuesday to Sunday, and we do lunch on Saturdays and Sundays also. Fantastic. And Middleton is... Funnily enough, I asked Kevin, and it's an absolute coincidence, 12 miles from Cork City. So there you have it. That was such a beautiful place. I, th I thought that the details were lovely of having the photos and just everything seems very personal. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I had to have a cup of coffee and a piece of cake for dessert. So I went down the street to the Farmgate um, Restaurant and Country House. Uh, sorry, the Farmgate Restaurant and Country Store, which is just another little gem. Um, and the way the decor, it, it sort of really uh, embodies what's going on in Middleton. Isn't that lovely? That's beautiful. And in Middleton, you have... Um, very fam famous Jameson, so people can go there. But then I came back here, where I am now, which is the Montanati Hotel, perched above Cork City, and it's just fantastic. Can you see the colors around me here? So that was me yesterday. Those are the Victorian, restored Victorian sunken gardens down below. So look at the view of Cork City. That's and as I, can, as I mentioned to you, that's the river there in the background. It's the Port of Cork. And... Um, Look, I found a little, uh, there's a, gar in the garden, I was looking around, looking around, and I, okay, hold it there now. So I walk down there, obviously, to those Victorian gardens, and then you look up, and you can see these gorgeous, you know, balconies, and you see that's where you're sitting from, overlooking the city, no matter where you are, it's just fantastic. But I met another little friend, so I have, you know, I've got Woolly John, my little sheep. Look at this guy! <laughs> it, it's almost like you're a detective, and this is your sidekick. Yes, another one. I can just look, just perched in amongst the, the plants. There was loads of them, different types. Another one has a periscope and another one was hang gliding. <laughs> oh, that is so cute. You can even play so with kids. But the hotel is fantastic. I came back up, sat down, had a cup of coffee, glass of water, you know, sitting there looking out. And it's covered, of course, at the top. So even if it rains, you can still sit out there, which is just um, fantastic. 
Um, and then they have a really nice spa, but they have their own particular brand that's custom made. Um, really unusual, really, really unusual. It's called Bellevue. They're Bellevue Botanicals. Why is this one unusual? Well, in Ireland, we're very, very famous for, we used to burn, burn peat or briquettes in our fireplace. You know, everybody talks about the turf fires in Ireland and how you go in and you can smell that burning peat. Mm-hmm. So it's been around, the peat bogs have been around for an excess of 10,000 years. And years ago, they discovered, they uh, recently, in the last decade, they found some what they call the peat bodies. So bodies in the bogs in Ireland were preserved from thousands of years ago, and they could even tell what they had eaten before they died in their stomach. So why is that important? This company is using some of the chemicals and everything, or the chemicals, the enzymes, everything in the peat. So this hotel, the Montanati Hotel, have uh, curated and commissioned this company to make this line of products using the peat that um, really reduces aging. And when you put it on your skin and take it off, you, you really just have to try it. It's quite spectacular. Um, so you're only going to get the Bellevue Botanicals here in the Montanati, but ask them and they'll tell you all about the sto- their story and their, their spa therapist here won the Tackler Awards Spa Therapist of the Year. That's this is their movie theater. So in the evening, you fancy going in to watch a movie. This The movie goes out every night. Their theme this summer is um, sort of summer vacations and holidays. And they have, it might have Roman Holiday playing or something with Audrey Hepburn. This is the theater. You can see there's a little blanket for everybody. It's a lovely touch, free popcorn. But the details, the art in this place, I haven't even uploaded half the photos and I will have to share more. Um, This is a property I'm going to use and this is a property I'm going to book clients into because I think um, this is a special spot. There's a few special spots, the Imperial Hotel in Cork, the Metropole Hotel, Hayfield Manor, and the Montanati. I think those are my top four right now. Um, so as you know, just to finish off, um, I'm heading back to the States next week. I'm going back to Dallas on Wednesday, August the 8th, which means I'm not going to be able to do my show next week. Um, I have a lot to do. I'm going to Kerry um, on Friday to Killarney. I'm taking a helicopter up to Ashford Castle. You are? On Friday. <gasps> yes! That is so cool. You have to post that. I'm looking forward to seeing that on your Facebook page, Rachel. You want to see that on Friday? Of Helicopter course. up to Ashford Castle. I bet you can That's do... That's got to be beautiful. I bet you can really do a live because <laughs> the noise. But you have to take videos because we definitely want to see those for sure. <laughs> Probably hear me screaming or something. But yes, yeah, so up to Ashford. And then I'm going to see the nuns up at Kylemore Abbey, the Benedictine and the Victorian Gardens. Um, and then I'm going down to Adair in Limerick, and then I'm going across to Dublin. And then I have some meetings, and I'm working on a really exciting project I can't talk about, I can't tell anybody about yet. But it is a very, very, very special trip to Ireland next year, cura- being curated by me. Hate to say it, guys, but it's women only. Oh, that's exciting. By the way, Rachel, we're having a I little bit of a drag on your image, but the sound is still coming through fine. So no for, problem. for everyone out there... Until- the week after next, uh, check out my my Twitter account or my Facebook, Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland, or at Rachel Gaffney. And of course, any questions, just post them right there. And if you need to go to Ireland and need anything, then let me know. And until next time, bye, y'all.